0: Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional math maker. And this week, I want to talk about childhood insecurities. This seems to be a regular occurrence today in the childhood life and experience of kids of today's age. And there are all sorts of causes or sources for kids' emotional or other insecurities. Kids could feel insecure because they don't know where their next meal is coming from, which means they don't know who they can trust. Kids can feel insecure um, about their abilities and their, their skills and their chosen path of learning. Kids can feel insecure in all sorts of ways. And different kinds of insecurities don't develop the same way. They aren't caused by the same thing, which means they're not fixed the same way for all children. That is what I wanna talk about today, is how do insecurities develop? Insecurities develop when kids don't feel secure. They don't feel secure in their relationships. They don't know who they can trust. They don't know who will defend them. They don't know who will listen to them. It hasn't been instilled in them who they are, what they're worth, or what they're capable of. So these things cause insecurity. Usually they cause emotional insecurity, but they can cause physical insecurity, they can cause financial insecurity, they can cause food insecurities. Because when kids feel like they can't trust the adults in their lives, they then fear where their needs being met is going to come from. Where are they gonna get fed from? Where are they gonna get clothed from? Where are they gonna get cared for from? Who's going to protect them? So when we can instill kids with a sense of security and a sense of confidence, that they don't have to worry about these things, we will see that kids become more equally developed. They will become more outgoing, more giving, more kind. They will excel in their skill sets and their knowledge sets. So it is incumbent upon us as the adults who have children in our lives to make sure that they have a sense of security, no matter what the area is. So if you're experiencing a kid who is acting out, or who is hoarding food, or who is bullying others, or who is, maybe it's not food that they're hoarding, but maybe it's, their belongings that they're hoarding. Or perhaps they're bullying others, demonstrating a sense of jealousy. Or they're experiencing actual anxiety because they feel so deeply insecure. Perhaps you're seeing that they have a lack of skills or that they are struggling with communication or struggling to learn they may be exhibiting as we discussed at the beginning an inability to trust trust themselves trust their friends trust adults trust new situations all of these things Are rooted in a child being insecure. You may also see a child demonstrate insecurity around their self-worth and their personal abilities or capabilities. Again, coming back to that skill building piece and that learning piece where they may not want to read in front of the class or They may not want to participate in that physical challenge or that game because they don't feel that they fully understand how to carry out certain physical acts in a proper way. And so they feel insecure about those kinds of things. And so that's what I want to focus on with the rest of this episode. I'm going to give you some information that I think you will find helpful in supporting kids work through their insecurities. Now, their insecurities may not fit in the categories that I mentioned earlier. And if you need further help with uh, insecurity that I have not touched on in this episode, feel free to reach out to me through social media or through the Creative Classroom. And I would be more than happy to help you come up with an individual solution. So, today's tip actually has three parts. And those three parts are these. Number one. Kids need boundaries. Kids need boundaries to feel secure. Kids need, in other words, rules or expectations. Expectations for how we treat others. Boundaries on how we're allowed to speak to others or how we are allowed to engage with our, belong- our belongings being their belongings or the belongings of others. When you set firm boundaries for behavior and even boundaries around how we communicate and express our emotions, you are instilling kids with a sense of security. Parents often struggle With putting in place strict boundaries, they feel like they're being the mean parent if they institute too many boundaries or too many rules. And I'm here to tell you what you're actually doing when you institute boundaries and expectations is you are helping your child feel secure. You're giving them a sense of understanding what is expected of them. So, safe, secure boundaries is a positive thing. Number two, we need to make sure that kids feel heard and supported. And when kids feel heard or supported and supported I should say, they begin to feel more secure. They feel more secure in themselves in their sense of belonging and in their relationship to other people. One way that we can help kids feel heard and supported is recognizing their skills and talents. So if we notice that a kid is good at singing or talented at a sport, or they have a sense of being dramatic, they're good at acting, We need to point those things out in a positive way. When we point these things out to them, they get a sense of recognition and of importance and of contribution. And that makes them feel good inside. And so it solidifies their self-image and quiets those insecurities, even if just a little bit. It's equally as important that we point out kids' skills, strengths, and talents, even in kids that don't struggle with insecurity, because the more we point out kids' success, it encourages them to keep going and to try again and again, and it helps them acknowledge the fact that they themselves are making progress. In whatever it is they're attempting to learn or do. The third part of today's tip is I want to encourage you to instill kids who exhibit insecurity. And all kids, again, it is important to instill all children with this. A sense of purpose. When we can instill kids with the idea that they contribute, they contribute to relationships, they contribute to society, it makes them feel good about themselves. And when kids feel good about themselves, they're less insecure. They quiet those insecurities and they show up louder. They show up and they show off. And in this case, showing off is a good thing. You want kids to feel free to express themselves in a respectful, kind way. And the more secure people, or children in this case, feel in themselves, the more they're going to demonstrate positive attributes. So as I go through this, The remainder of this episode, I am going to give you some tools and some ways that you can actually use these tools. So, your tools, more than one, for this week are this. I want to encourage you to build routines. Routines are important for kids to feel secure. Routines are very important. I would say equally as important as boundaries. When kids have routines, they know what to expect. They know what's coming, and they know what is expected of them. And that, in and of itself, is and instills A sense of security. So when kids have routines, they, again, feel capable to quiet those insecurities. Because they have a process that they can use to work through that sense of insecurity that might creep up. So when they have routines, they know how to go about accomplishing a task. They know what order they need to do things in, and they know what steps they need to take to get jobs done. And when they can check off the individual steps that get them closer to accomplishing a task, that feeds their sense, and need for security, which helps them feel less insecure. So, I want to also encourage you to use play as a tool. This entire podcast is about how we can build skills and learn using play. And I want to encourage you to do the very same thing with overcoming and working through insecurities. It might sound a little surprising that you can use play to help kids work through their insecurities. So if a child has and insecurity around food and their access to food, you can set up play experiences where they get to take on roles that practice skills, but in the end, give them access to food. So they could role play being a chef, they could role play being a gardener. Being a gardener allows them to care for plants, which gives them a sense of responsibility towards something else, another living thing. It feeds their need for security because they know that they are caring for a plant or several plants that in the end is going to produce food that is going to allow them to feed themselves. Being a chef gives kids a a set of skills that they can carry throughout the rest of their life that helps them eliminate an insecurity around food because if they can cook for themselves, they can feed themselves and they don't have to feel afraid of being or going hungry. These forms of play are also great for highlighting kids' talents and abilities because this kind of play opens up lots of opportunity for praise, for praise of tasks that kids will engage in that show off their talents and their knowledge. Kids will love cooking activities because again, they're learning as they're playing and they're creating, they're creating dishes out of individual foods and they get to show off That they turned individual foods into this delicious dish. And what better way to feed a child's feeling of being insecure in their skills than giving them an opportunity to show off the skills that they actually have. So those are two examples of ways that you can engage kids in play that helps them work through their insecurities. In that case, it's a food insecurity. Dramatic play itself can or pretend play some people refer to it as, can help kids work through insecurities around socialization. So you can set up all kinds of play experiences for kids that require them to engage with others. So maybe they have an insecurity around their language skills or their communication style. And this is a great way to get them to practice that very skill. Because when kids play, they communicate. So you could set up a, and I'm just gonna use one of my favorite examples here. You could set up a construction zone. That gives kids an objective. You're going to build a skyscraper. This opens up a lot of opportunity to learn because kids may not know what a skyscraper is or how to build one. So you might need to do some investigating and some researching and kids can work together do those things which means that they need to ask questions and engage in conversations which is all form forms of communication and I'll get to some questions you can ask a little bit later that can start conversations around kids insecurities and how you can help them investigate their insecurities and actually work through them. But you can pose questions to kids that require them to socialize with each other and to express their ideas which helps kids who, again, have an insecurity around communication and who might just be simply shy And using play is a great way to help them overcome that. Because kids tend to forget about their lack of skills or their insecurities or their fears when they are engaged in play. Because they simply concentrate on having fun. So you can give them all sorts of loose parts and tools that they can use to come up with a plan for building their skyscraper. And then they can lay out their plan and steps as to how they're going to go about accomplishing their goal, which again requires engaging and having conversations, which practices communication, which gets kids over their insecurity around socialization. As I mentioned, I always like to encourage you to ask questions that start conversations around whatever skill we are concentrating on for the week. So I'm going to give you some questions that you can pose when you see kids exhibiting insecurities. So the first one is this, what do you need? If you can get a child to express to you why they're feeling insecure, you can help them create an action plan that will overcome their insecurity. Question number two, how can I help you feel less insecure in this particular area? Or about this specific thing. And again, when you get kids to express themselves, you can help them come up with an action plan to practice and work through the insecurity that they're facing. So, in thinking about using our construction site. To help kids overcome insecurity. Some of the questions you can ask to start conversations amongst kids are things like the following. What tools are we gonna need? What building supplies are we gonna need? What steps should we take to accomplish this goal? These questions start conversations, and they get kids to socialize in a natural feeling way that they might otherwise feel insecure about. So, using questions like that is a great way to help kids engage in social situations that can support them in overcoming their insecurities. So I hope this information helps you this week. Again, if you are observing different kinds of insecurities that I didn't touch on in this episode, please reach out and let me know that. I would love to even do a further episode on insecurities, especially if there are some specific insecurities that need a conversation. So you can reach out to me through social media or simply through leaving a comment on this episode. As we round out this week's episode, I want to pose a challenge. Your challenge is this. How can you help a child tackle the, their security? I want to encourage you to come up with a game plan for practicing using play to help them overcome whatever insecurity it is they are experiencing or facing. So that is your challenge for this week. I hope you'll share your ideas around overcoming insecurities with me. Again, you can do it in the comment section of these episodes, you can reach out to me through places like Facebook or Instagram, or you can find other ways of reaching out to me even if you want to do so directly and anonymously. You can do that using my Creative Classroom, which I'm also going to link to in the comment section of this episode. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll join me next week when I will have another fun, play-based topic to dive into to help us learn and build new skills. I will talk to you real soon.